place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics now This episode of the Sunspots Comics podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Check out their huge, mongous, ginormical selection of nerdy, fun t-shirts at popuptea.com. They have a shirt for every nerdy thing you could possibly think of. I'm serious. Use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order on popuptea.com. Even the clearance stuff, which is already so low in price. But go and check them out and thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Go check them out at popuptea.com. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I'm Chris Latore. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, it's been a little while. We're back. It's been about seven months. Um, where have I been? I've uh, I've kind of went. I went back to school. Not kind of. I'm. I went back to school. Uh, I'm still working at Disney, and uh, you know the world's been a little banana pants. Working on my comic book Zombie Destroyers pretty hard. Trying to do the uh, the coloring myself. So still working on that, but. Uh, I hope you're doing well. I hope uh, your family and loved ones are all safe and happy in these trying times. And I wanted to give a shout out and a thank you quickly to uh, all those followers of Sunspots Comics, the people that have uh, emailed me. Thank you. I've read your emails. I appreciate you, uh, you know, writing in and asking me uh, what's going on and when's the next podcast. Uh, And also for the folks that have donated, especially uh, Danny recently, who donated to sunspotscomics.com slash support. Thank you, Danny, for hitting that uh, tip jar. It, uh, quote-unquote, keeps the lights on, as they say. Um, So just glad to be back, and I'm going to jump in here really quick and give you some comic book recommendations, talk about some comic book movies, some comic book TV shows, just, of course, you know, all things comic booky and books. (laughs) So, uh... What have I been watching? Right off the bat, uh, Suicide Squad Part 2. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I want to watch it again. I, I kind of watched it a little too late, honestly. But, uh, man, uh, some initial thoughts. Don't worry, no spoilers. Uh, you know, brutally violent, bloody, uh, uncomfortably hysterical at certain moments. Uh, very, very um, true to some of the source material of Suicide Squads. And uh, and they also went some deep dives into some uh, some CD? list characters and uh, i just had a blast with it it was a ton of fun way better than the first one in my opinion um and uh, i'm gonna watch it again and i'll give a kind of a a a more thorough review to suicide squad coming up uh part two so i really really super uh, just happily enjoyed that uh some stuff uh, that's coming soon in the in the area of comic book movies that i'm excited to watch is shang chi and the legend of the ten rings it's out it's September 3rd. It's not on a streaming platform. I'm not really doing the theaters yet, uh, but I may soon. And I, I badly want to see that. And uh, just to, to the rest of the year, by the way, you've got Venom, Let There Be Carnage, September 24th. You've got The Eternals, November 5th. And closing out the year with Spider-Man 3 on December 17th. So that's just uh, how the year will look in the area of uh, comic book movies. And uh, also on comic book television... I uh, finished Invincible on Amazon. I could not recommend that anymore, any highly. It, it's just I, I, all the accolades. Uh, Invincible. Watch it on Amazon. I uh, I even got my 78-year-old dad to watch it, and so far he's enjoying it. Invincible, Amazon, watch it. All the thumbs up 
all the fingers in the air, whatever, everything crossed invincible on Amazon. The second uh, comic book TV show that I've been really enjoying, I've been watching it with my wife, Patsy, is uh, Superman and Lois. We've, uh, we've just been thoroughly enjoying that. We, uh, we need more in our life immediately. And uh, we like some of the uh, some of the areas they've gone into, and the and the family dynamic, and the characters involved, and all the twisty, weird, uh, you know, multiversey things that are happening. It's just been a ton of fun. Superman and Lois. I recommend watching it on the C Dub, and uh, The Walking Dead on the new Amazon Plus. Everything's going plus now. Uh, we're still going strong with the Daryl and the Carol and the. There's no Rick or Michelle. It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's a little all over the place, but it's still a ton of fun. The last episode in particular was uh, extremely action-packed and just fun and just all over the place. And, you know, Negan versus Maggie. It's just been, <laughs> we're still in there. The Walking Dead. I can't believe it. Like, I don't know, 27 years later or whatever it is, whatever. It's, it's just been going for a long time. But we're thoroughly enjoying uh, those three comic book TV shows. And uh, yeah, I, I, here I'm going to jump right in. This, of course, is the uh, spoiler alert uh, to the comics. I've uh, I've been reading uh, tons of new comics. I've only got two brand new comics that I uh, recommend this week that I read for the uh, new comic book day, uh, August 25th. That's uh, so two comics I'm going to recommend to you uh, for new comic book day, August 25th. And the first one is Echo Lands, issue number one. And Echo Lands is uh, maybe one of my favorite artists of all time, J.H. Williams III. Uh, and also, I think he's on the writing as well. And it's with uh, Hayden Blackman and Colors by Dave Stewart, you know, the master colorist. And this is even presented in a little unique format. It's, it's basically presented in your traditional comic book size, but turned horizontally. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the best way to describe it. So it's in like a widescreen uh, platform. And this is some of the most beautiful art I've ever seen. It kind of has this, this is a, a unique take on Red Riding Hood, Little Red Riding Hood, sort of. Um, but each page of this, J.H. Williams, go uh, the third, look up his uh, work on Batwoman. Just gorgeous. It was, of course, the uh, the inspiration for the CW TV show from the look of the suit and other storyline plot things. But the art on uh, that J.H. Williams III did on Batwoman is is just some of my absolute favorite art of all time. But he does very strange things with uh, paneling. He uh, quite often just lives in this uh, no panel. Uh, just so many things to look at. Your eyes are just uh, just just geeking out and going bananas, and you don't really know where to look. I mean, there's a, p- a page on issue number one of uh, Echo Lands that I'm talking about on page one, uh, page two, that is, uh, they're sprinkling in black and white characters in this large group setting where Red Riding Hood is kind of running through and running away from someone uh, right at the uh, wharf in San Francisco. So he likes to throw in sort of accurate buildings and uh, and landmarks, and you can see the skyline looks very familiar. But it's also—it's just a twisted world. It's this odd sort of fairyland, fairy tale world, and uh, she's an, initially this character is trying to escape the what looks like the Gestapo, and she runs in, literally runs into her her behemoth of a best friend, which I think his name is like four F O R. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. But anyway, she's uh, she has sort of an artifact. She's looking at maybe selling on this black market, but. The Gestapo slash, they definitely look kind of uh, 
like uh, the Hitler's Reich regime are, are chasing her, but there's a magic element. And on page three, heads are just exploding in this very, very graphic uh, way. Um, just disgusting. <laughs> so, uh, you know, warning, uh, not for the faint of heart, but I love the design of this villain that's changing, that's chasing Little Red Riding Hood. It's like this porcelain mask uh, and this black hood. And when she takes the hood off, it's like these grotesque sort of tendrils and snake vines and kind of swamp thing-ish. But just very cool design and unique. And this was very short, went very fast. I realized, uh, I went and I was like, what's it? Because I think in this format, there's like 16 full pages, but the art will delight your eyeballs. It will leave you wanting more and you will go, I need to go look at more J.H. Williams. The third stuff is what's going to happen to you. So check out Echo Lands issue number one. It's a beauty and uh, you will not be disappointed. Trust me, it's from Image Comics, by the way. So check it out, and it uh, I can't wait till the next one comes out of this just to look at it. And it's one you have to spend some time on, such hyper detail. There's even just sort of like an opening at the beginning that gives you a, a short paragraph, but almost in like poem form of, of what's happened in this world and why it's this way. But you'll have to kind of uh, digest it a few times to even kind of grasp what's happening there. But Echo Lands issue number one, I recommend it. Check it out. It's uh, delicious. And the second uh, brand new comic book that just came out uh, August 25th, Wednesday, August 25th, new comic book day, one of my favorite days, um, is uh, Superman 78, issue number one of six from DC Comics. And uh, man, this was just an absolute delight. There is a um, just a beautiful uh, dedication to Richard Donner, who passed away recently, who was the, uh, the director and I believe writer and producer of the original Superman movies. And it's just a beautiful dedication to Richard Donner. So, uh, you know, uh, condolences to his family and friends and loved one. Richard Donner will be missed. What an icon. What a, which is just a, a movie powerhouse. This movie is rewatchable. It holds up. Yes, it's uh, sometimes a little hokey. But, man, it's still uh, on my top five comic book movies of all time. But uh, I put the original Superman soundtrack on when I listen to this, which I highly recommend you do. It sort of goes back to Krypton and shows uh, the um, the Jor-El and Lara there as Krypton is exploding. I like that the art, they didn't uh, go for actual likeness of the characters. They just sort of did their own thing. But there is uh, there is a, just a hint, just a little drizzle of, uh, you know, like, like uh, the characters uh, and the actors playing those particular characters, uh, you know, you can recognize, you know, Marlon Brando, a smidge and Christopher Reeve. You could just see the essence there, but as Krypton's exploding, it shows that, uh, Brainiac is very nearby. His ship is just hit with Kryptonian debris and kryptonite. And that's the, uh, the, the, the thrust of this, of this series, which just dives right back into, um, like almost exactly as where maybe Superman two, uh, it finishes and it takes off from there. And it's just the, the level of nostalgia on this is yes, level 10, but I thoroughly enjoyed it again, throw on the Superman, John Williams soundtrack and read this episode so quickly. I just love the little nod where they're uh, Clark and Lois are on the street of New York and it's a busy hustle and bustle day. And Lois wants, wants a hot dog 
And of course, there's a purse snatcher on the side and she's looking for money in her purse. And he just kind of quickly uses a little heat vision on the, the purse, <laughs> purse snatcher's foot, causing his foot to go on fire. And he has a secret idea. And nobody around notices, of course, because everybody's trying to get to their get to their work, get to the Wall Street, etc. Everyone's wearing suits. It's just this wonderful piece of nostalgia. If you enjoyed the original Superman movies with, with uh, Christopher Reeve at all, rest in peace. Get this immediately, read it, and enjoy it, and dive right in. And I love the action sequences of this where Brainiac sends a, sends a, a Brainy bot to just wreak havoc. Doesn't seem like he's there, but just for kind of a, just to do an assessment of the planet and, mm, oh, Kryptonian is here, you know, and just blasting everything with pink lasers. I just love it. Uh, the contrast in colors is wonderful. And they're just, they hit the iconic moments from Reeves in the alley opening the shirt and just that exploding onto the page on this giant splash page with the S, the traditional, the original, uh, original movie uh, Superman symbol, which is near and dear to my heart and just gives me those goosebumps. So Superman 78, issue number one, I'm in. I want more of it. Only a six-issue miniseries, so get it uh, immediately. Hats off to the team. You've got Vendetti uh, writing it and uh, Torres on art and Jordi Belair on colors. You just got to... A top-notch team here. Hats off uh, to all of them. I, I particularly love Wilfredo Torres's uh, again use of uh, the characterization, but not um, likeness like the actors. Uh, just well done. And the coloring, Jordi Belair, my goodness, Dave Stewart, Jordi Belair, those two top two colorists in the biz, uh, doing it right as always. So it's just absolutely wonderful. And uh, so those are the two uh, brand new, new comic book day uh, recommendations for August 25th that I recommend you read. So you definitely got to go and read those like immediately. But I wanted to give you uh, two other recommendations. These are some comics, uh, two comics that I've been reading um, every month when they come out. They've been top picks for me. I am super excited to read these, which uh, it, it, it still amazes me that that happens after all these years. But I, I heavily look forward to uh, Serial. This is from Abstract Studio. This is by Terry Moore, written and drawn by Terry Moore. I highly recommend it. It's tough to encapsulate and give you what the a snapshot, an elevator pitch of what Serial is, but there is this child that has a demon trapped in her, and she lives on Earth, and she uh, d- dispatches bad people. And uh, a friend of hers, which she explains she only has like two friends on the planet, uh, one of her friends is killed by a serial killer. And she uh, is wants to find out and puts uh, following the trail and uh, the breadcrumbs from this other serial killer woman that is killing people that are very close to her that have done her wrong that uh, that she uh, is just uh, taking out her, her her vengeance and furious anger at and so it's like this this demon child is a serial killer in, in her own way as a matter of fact in uh, page five or six here she's uh, torturing and murdering a pedophile because she has hard evidence, and also this pedophile, like, kills puppies and was torturing a dog, so, yeah, so, you know, she has this code, and she's trying to find this serial killer who seems to also have a code, seems to also be very personal, um, uh, so, uh, it, I love that duality, and, uh, it's, it's, it's just a, a, a mystery, and it's an over-the-top, violent, uh, very adult story. Terry Moore does this great job of where he really develops these interesting characters, lets them breathe, lets them have moments to sort of 
just to, to, to be there and to sort of flesh out this world that is a serial. So I highly recommend it. It's on um, issue six. Read Serial. It's so, so good. Not the podcast. Don't listen to that. It's fine <laughs> if, you, if you want to. But uh, the second uh, comic book I want to recommend is Geiger. Geiger's from Image Comics and uh, uh, Mad Ghost. It's on issue number five, which just came out like a week or two ago. It's written by Jeff Johns, and it's art by Gary Frank. Yes, Gary Frank. You've got to check this out. And they've created this character that um, there's a, this, it's post-apocalyptic. There's a nuclear holocaust. And just before this nuclear bomb, the, the nuclear bombs go off, this man uh, takes some experimental cancer medicine. And so it affects him in a weird way. He is basically uh, radiating glowing green energy. He looks like a, a, like a um, kind of a ghost rider look where he's glowing bright green and his skull is, uh, is what you can see through the glowing green and the hood that he wears, this sort of tattered uh, cape as well. And he carries these cool, like uh, made of boron, uh, Eskrima sticks. And they have the nuclear uh, symbol on the top of them. And uh, yeah, he, he dispatches his enemies with it. So it's just kind of cool, like kind of Nightwing-esque uh, Eskrema sticks. But the design look of the character is very interesting. And he also has like a two-headed wolf that is his pet, which I think he named Frank, which, you know, is funny in itself. And the crux of the story is that he puts his family into a bunker to save them during this the nuclear holocaust and protects the door because there are people that have mutated and, and of course, the world is just trying to eat itself and people are trying to survive in the most violent ways possible. It's this kind of Mad Max world that he's created as well. So it's just a fun world to live in and a cool designed character that is Geiger. And he's trying to save some kids in, in this latest uh, issue number five so he's got it's, it's that heroic element as well, which I'm looking for, and I'm looking for hope. And you get that from from Geiger. He is uh, doing his best to help uh, people and thing and, and children and folks he comes across that feel they really that they're innocents and that they need help. And there's these factions of people. There's this strange like sort of uh, the arch nemesis is I think it's like kind of like Las Vegas, and it's uh, like the the king of Las Vegas. It very much reminds me of Joffrey from from the the uh, Game of Thrones series. It's kind of a, seems like a late teen or early 20s uh, skinny uh, ki- uh, kid that uh, rules Vegas and wants to sort of take over the world and take Geiger out. And so they're, they're have, they definitely have this back and forth. So very interesting. Those are two uh, that are ongoing. I hope they come out like next week. I always look forward to them. But that's uh, Serial and Geiger. Check them both out. You will be seriously, seriously happy. So uh, that's kind of wrapping it up. It's going to be a short and sweet podcast as I gear back up and get back into things. Uh, something that's coming up very soon. Uh, my co-host Michael Norris is coming back on the probably the next podcast, 259, I believe. We're going to go back and read Invincible, volume number one. Since, uh, you know, I don't think he's watched the show, but since I love the show and Invincible's like 15 years old now, I wanted to go back and read volume one. So I'm forcing uh, Michael Norris to watch it. He wasn't the biggest fan, is not the biggest fan of Kirkman's work, but I'm forcing him to read Invincible volume one. So my advice is read it and uh, or before you uh, listen to the next podcast because we go into a deep dive and review and kind of go almost page by page of Invincible Volume 1. Uh, you can see uh, in the uh, feed, there's been a bunch of uh, podcasts with my co-host, Michael Norris, where we've done this. We kind of take classic or old stuff or things we just haven't read 
and uh, you know usually read the first volume of it on on Comicsology and do sort of a review of it, not a sort of a, just a deep dive review. So check that out. That's coming very soon. We'll be uh, reviewing Invincible Volume One. You should definitely read it. And uh, so, hey, thanks for listening. I totally appreciate your time. Thanks for coming back in. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please support Sunspots Comics. Subscribe to us at everything at Sunspots Comics, and you know, throw some, throw a couple of uh, you know shekels in the in the tip jar at sunspotscomics.com/support. So, it's been wonderful doing this. I've missed it, and uh, more to come, guys. So tune in soon, and of course, to be continued. <laughs> Where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics now